1: Federal Justice Minister David Lametti took the stand at the Emergencies Act hearings Wednesday and declined to answer questions, citing solicitor client privilege throughout his testimony. Also, text messages between Lametti and Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino were introduced at the inquiry and showed the Attorney General jokingly urging Mendicino to bring in tanks to break up the protests.
2: Canadian Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez admitted that Bill C-11 would force social media companies to tweak their algorithms to comply with government regulation.
1: And Alberta Justice Minister Tyler Shandro is calling on Ottawa to remove RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky. Hello Canada, it's Thursday, November 24th and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Anthony Fury.
2: And I'm Jasmine Moulton.
1: We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. On day 29 of the Public Order Emergency Commission hearings, Justice Minister and Attorney General David Lametti refused to answer questions about the Trudeau government's decision to invoke the Emergencies Act. He did this by routinely citing solicitor-client privilege throughout his testimony. Now, before Lametti took the stand, counsel for the federal government informed the commission that Lametti would not be answering any questions about what could be considered legal advice Lametti gave to cabinet. Now, Commissioner Rouleau described the decision by Lametti as an interesting maneuver. Here's what that sounded like.
0: Thank you. Good morning, Commissioner. It's Andrea Gonzalez, counsel for the Government of Canada. Um, the next witness will be uh, Minister of Justice David Lametti. In addition to being Minister of Justice, of course, um, uh, the Minister is the Attorney General of Canada, the lawyer to the Government of Canada. And I wanted to put on the record that the Government of Canada continues to assert and maintain uh, all of its claims of solicitor, client privilege and respect of all legal advice and opinions. Minister Lametti's attendance here uh, as a witness is not a waiver of any claims of privilege by the Government of Canada, which he has an obligation to protect. We will be objecting to, and Minister Lametti will be refusing to answer all questions that would delve into areas of solicitor-client privilege. So I just wanted to put that on the record at the front end, um, and hopefully examinations um, can be appropriately tailored to keep the objections to a minimum.
1: Okay, well, it will be an interesting maneuver uh, throughout the testimony, but I'm sure everyone will be on their guard. So, uh, with that, perhaps we can swear the witness. Several text conversations between Lametti and his colleagues, including Public Safety Minister Mendicino, were also introduced to the Commission as evidence. A February 3rd text conversation between Mendicino and Lametti shows Lametti urging Mendicino to quote, get the police to move, and to call in the military, quote, if necessary. Mendicino responded to Lametti, quote, how many tanks are you asking for? And then Mendicino replied, I just want to ask Anita how many we've got on hand, referring to Defence Minister Anita Anand, who also testified on Wednesday afternoon. Now, when asked to explain these messages, which inferred that Canada's top prosecutor was considering calling in the military just five days into the Freedom Convoy protesters, Well, Lamedy excused the comments as a joke, saying, no, this exchange is meant to be a joke between two friends. The CAF, Canadian Armed Forces, is always the very last resort. Jasmine, this is really interesting because we have actually had many people appear at this committee and they have been relatively forthright, maybe not always saying what they wanted to say, but things have gotten out there. This is the first time we've had someone actually take a seat and then refuse to say anything.
2: It might be a good strategy if you're in the private sector, for example, to try and evade accountability by citing solicitor-client privilege, but as an elected official, publicly elected official, to sit there and refuse to say anything, take any accountability for some very heavy-handed actions, Anthony, it's a bad look for the government.
1: Certainly, and I remember a number of months ago, there were concerns that the Liberal government would basically block the commission in its entirety, citing Uh, cabinet confidentiality. They actually tried to say that at other court hearings that were involving civil liberties groups challenging the government. And then they did tell Commissioner Rouleau, no, we will be forthcoming with documentation and other things to basically waive cabinet confidentiality. This almost seems like Lametti's kind of trying to have it both ways now, though.
2: It's also a far cry from the sunny ways that this government trumpeted at the time of its election, and especially the idea that sunlight is the best disinfectant, let's be transparent, let's bring facts to bear in front of the electorate and let them decide. This just seems like the opposite approach of secrecy and a lack of transparency.
1: A lot of people also a little perturbed by this joke about bringing in tanks to suppress the convoy. A lot of people saying, well, was it really intended as a joke? And if it was What does this tell us about their frame of mind when they're bringing in the War Measures Act, which, you know, arguably bring in the War Measures Act and it is a time for tanks, so it is concerning.
2: To try to laugh off a joke about using tanks on your own citizens who are protesting, this kind of language is abhorrent and certainly not acceptable in any sort of democracy, especially one like Canada. This joke shows terrible judgment, especially from a government that has joked before about liking authoritarian governments like China. So certainly a very bad look for this government, but it I think shows more that we really don't have the best and brightest at the helm. If you're going to make jokes about using tanks on protesters, I think Canadians should really be questioning the judgment of these ministers. As the Trudeau government's controversial online censorship bill, C-11, makes its way through the Senate and inches closer to becoming law, Canadian Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez acknowledged that the bill would, in fact, provide government with the ability to press social media companies to tweak their algorithms. The rare admission came after months of the minister denying that the CRTC would be empowered to meddle with algorithms to either promote or de-rank content. At present, social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter use algorithms to suggest new content to users that they might be interested in based on their past interactions on the platforms. In response to questions by Conservative Senator Michael McDonald, Rodriguez explained to the Senate Committee on Transport and Communications that indirect manipulation was possible. Here's what that sounded like.
1: Uh, Section 98 of the bill states that the Commission shall not make an order under paragraph 1E It would require the use of a a specific computer algorithm or source code. However, the CRT's commissioner has told our committee quite clearly that this will be accomplished indirectly. He said, and I quote, We will say this is the outcome we want. I do not want to manipulate your algorithm. I want you to manipulate it to produce a particular outcome. We've been told by many witnesses that if this is done or indirectly required, it will have a very negative impact for many many Canadian creators. So... In light of that, why wouldn't you support an amendment to prevent this when it comes to discoverability? Well,
0: discoverability is key, as, as you know, Senator, so we can see our, you know, our music, our, our films, um, uh, our content. Uh, and as you said, the, the CRTC, uh, they can't mandate the use of specific algorithms. Um, what we want is outcomes. We want more movies, more music, right? Uh, more television, more of us, more of our stories. And then it's up to the platforms to decide how they do that. They may decide that they they touch their algorithms, but that would be their own decision. They could have playlists. They can have um, filters. For example, in the filters, you enter Canadian songs. They can advertise. They can advertise on their webpage right when you go there. Or I'm sure those that use YouTube, I I do, You, you, you listen to a song or something, and then an advertising come in, and then that could be advertising can come So there's different options.
2: Now that the minister has acknowledged that Bill C-11 could tweak algorithms, should Canadians be even more concerned about the government censorship of the internet?
1: Certainly, and I guess they should be concerned by this flip-flop where we're hearing from uh, different sources what exactly is going on here. Why can't we get a straight answer on this? I think one thing that was interesting is Rodriguez acknowledging, oh, it can be done indirectly, saying, well, we'll just kind of tell tech giants what we'd like them to do broadly, and then it's up to them to determine how they implement that. But if you know what you're telling them to do can basically only really be done by tweaking algorithms, by promoting certain content, shadow banning others, well, then you just basically know you're ordering them to do just that. And that does seem to be what's going on here.
2: And certainly interesting that it's the first admission that as this bill inches closer and closer toward reality, we start to see more of its contents in, uh, in pure daylight. But Anthony, do you think that this bill will pass? And if it does, what sort of timeline are we looking at?
1: Yeah, we're towards the the end of the Senate process. So it's initially been in the House of Commons, then it goes to the Senate. And now that they're in committee and they're hearing from these witnesses, this is typically the time when the chamber of sober second thought would go and fix a bill that's been seen as flawed and too politicized, too partisan in the House of Commons. This is what the Senate is for. And yet it seems like the government is very resistant to bringing about changes for the more controversial aspects of it. The whole point of this is just supposed to be modernizing the Broadcasting Act, because in the past 20, 30 years, a lot has changed in terms of what we think of uh, broadcasting. It's no longer just the traditional 30 channels on the dial, of course. So fair enough. You got to update the landscape. Why aren't they willing to do it in a way that, that deals with some of these more controversial issues? That's what's concerning. And I just don't know if we're going to see this Uh, actually be adequately revised in the remaining time.
2: Certainly a bill that Canadians should keep their eye on as it moves through the Senate.
1: Alberta Justice Minister Tyler Shandro says his province has lost confidence in RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky, and he's calling on Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino to remove her from her post. Shandro says Lucky has failed to provide accountability in two significant public inquiries the Emergencies Act Inquiry, and the Mass Casualty Commission. That was an independent inquiry into the 2020 Nova Scotia mass shooting that claimed 22 lives. Chandra said Lucky failed to provide accountability in both inquiries and did not prove to Canadians that RCMP leadership could make changes to ensure that errors of judgment would not happen again. And Jasmine, I think one of the other challenges here is that in both of those cases, it, it did appear like Brenda Lucky was basically doing the partisan bidding of the Liberal government, and that is a problem that really undermines confidence in her and her job.
2: Anthony, there are real questions here about her competency, but also questions of political interference based on not one example, but two, as we've seen both out in Nova Scotia, and then more recently, her handling in Ottawa. And these are certainly issues that the RCMP can't afford right now, because in a time we've just come through a period of. People saying defund the police. She really is doing a disservice to all officers in uniform by her constant uh, incompetence.
1: Well, and I think the basic fact that you have a provincial justice minister, basically a whole provincial government, saying, please fire the head of the RCMP. I mean, that's something that you can't really walk back. Once it's out there, that suggests we have a serious problem here where the system is voicing a lack of confidence in this person. Can Brenda Lucky stay in this post after this?
2: That's a great question. She has managed to survive one storm, it seems that if she does have a good relationship with this government, perhaps she can survive another. But certainly this government should tread carefully because as it enacts more and more bills that don't sit well with the provinces that does put her or the person in her position in a really tight spot so that will be something to watch in coming months.
1: Well, no, certainly. I mean, even if this is not fair and even if she does technically deserve to stay in the post, I don't believe that's true. I believe all these criticisms of hers fair. Now, when she is in meetings with other levels of government and other police forces, it's already been established that people don't respect her. They're not taking her that seriously and that they want her out of the job. I mean, how can you continue in a job like that?
2: Those are great questions, Anthony. And as we know, the person in the role of RCMP commissioner, that is a position appointed by the government of the day. So it really will be up to not only the public safety minister, but overall this government as to whether she'll remain in this role.
1: That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.